0: You'll be heard and make a change. Yeah, I just want to make a change. Hi, welcome back to Ebony and Ivy's podcast. Episode three. three. Episode
1: three. Sound oh my three. God, you sound amazing.
0: Yeah, I'm no longer a yin-yang twin in the whispering phone. <laughs> <song. laughs> I am now a member of this podcast. Hey, <laughs> oh, Little mama, let me whisper in you. Hey, mom, Let me talk to you about some issues going on in the world. <laughs> <laughs> Here I am. I've upgraded my sound. Yes. Bye. 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 How's it going? How's your life? What's going on?
1: Um, it's going good. I am, you know, just doing all of the things of and the just city. trying to stay afloat, but it's all good. It's a lot of work and I've just really been trying to stay
0: on top of all my projects. What about you? Um, I, I'm just focusing on, well, this week... Since the last time we spoke, I have been making a conscious effort to focus on my energy levels. Because you ever Mm. feel like you're just like always tired all the time. And I, yes, I, I think that it definitely has something to do with like, I mean, obviously has something to do with things that I'm putting in my body, the things that I'm doing every day, obviously need to reach a middle ground with like my diet and like making sure that I'm taking time to rest. So like this week, I've been focusing on my health and I started drinking celery juice. Okay. <laughs> um, it's disgusting. It's really gross. But I, <laughs> <laughs> so I found this recipe from this health enthusiast. Her name's Hannah Brofman. I don't know if you follow her on Instagram, but she's the cutest thing. I don't know her. Okay. Well, she's great. You need to figure out who she is. She's awesome. I
1: don't know her. <laughs> I don't, <laughs> I
0: don't know her. Um but she posted this celery juice recipe on her story one time and I was like, "Oh, that looks really green and kind of gross, but I would like to try it." And she talked about in one of her Q&As how it has like benefits for her digestive system and her skin and just like boosting her energy levels. And I was like, "Okay, I'll try something once. Like that's fine." But yeah, it's disgusting. She's she said that it, it is gross. <laughs> but you b- will become accustomed to the taste and she said in the first week she noticed a difference and so I've only had it for two days because as I said before <laughs> it's nasty um, <laughs> <laughs> so I'm trying to get used to drinking it um, she said take your time like don't chug it just drink it really slow and hopefully I just want to see a difference so I'll give you some oh, updates next week yes. Yeah, I mean, keep me
1: posted. Maybe I'll try it. Mm-hmm. If it like, I don't know, maybe it'll proves like your whole entire life help you credit together. <laughs> um, if it does like your, you know, cleans your house for you. Oh,
0: and, that'd be nice.
1: Um, just do all of the things for you. I think the juice puts <laughs>
0: all those things inside of you and then you just distribute That's your energy how you like. That
1: shit. <laughs> I need it all. I would like I just need it in like uh IV just I yeah. in my arm <laughs> just, just, just jab that right in yeah I mean that way I don't have to taste it and because I've just been going but it's it's been great but yeah I definitely agree that you know you need to focus on your energy level yeah. energy levels are so important because if your energy levels are low then your ability to really assess a situation or process things that are going on can be very uh delayed and then also too like during the week I noticed that I would get I would encounter like coworkers or a situation or a problem with like customers and something just irritated me like Something would irritate me, whether it's like driving to work and there be traffic, or um, I go to Starbucks and they don't have like soy milk, even though like you're a drink place. Like the how do you run out world of soy problems. milk? <laughs> <laughs> but I understand, I understand this. Why? But <laughs> but whatever, those things used to irritate me so much. And then yeah. I was like, girl, you're being very fucking basic. You Need to get it together. <laughs> and then I would notice when I get home and it was time to do like to write my book or to um you know film a youtube video or whatever that's just cook or clean or whatever the project i had that day to do i would have no energy because i had given all of my energy to things to, that are
0: undeserving to things
1: that aren't undeserving so now i'm very i'm practicing storing my i call it energy stores so i'm practicing storing my energy for times when I need them for the project, my passion projects, projects that I'm very passionate about, or just things, chores that I need to do around the house. So um I've been doing that for the last two weeks, two That's three really weeks. It's really important. I'm, it's so important and it has changed the way that my life has started to function. And I'm sorry, I can go about this all day. So we don't no, have to talk about that. That is important. But That's it's really very important. It's important because when people talk about self-care, you know, they usually they talk about bath bombs and getting a mini petty and like getting your hair done, which that's all very important. But I think also too spiritually and just learning how to connect to your body and like being aware of how you're moving through the world it's very, it's, it's equally as important as like, you know, um, beauty routines or going to the gym. Like those things are really important, but I think also just being my practicing, practicing mindfulness is so important.
0: Yeah. But no, yeah. self-care looks, comes in so many different forms and people need to start understanding that. And that's why I think we're both doing a great job this week by practicing how we can distribute our energy and to give ourselves more energy so that we can do the things that we want to do and need to do. So I think that's really honorable. I love that. I'm glad that yeah. you said that. I hope that our listeners take that in, get you some celery juice, and don't stress Maybe- out about mm-hmm. the soy milk being mm-hmm. all out at Starbucks. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> I'm not going to advocate, I'll advocate for like, don't stress about. Starbucks, or so like, don't stress. But
0: not celery That
1: line <laughs> in Target, yeah, because I know shopping season is coming up. We're gonna all be stressed. Okay, going to these stores. Just save the stress. Shop Amazon.
0: Shop <laughs> online. Shop online. Okay.
1: From the comfort of your home. I know this is like out of
0: topic. Decompress. But yeah. Start early. Let's yeah, talk exactly. about Christmas. Do you want to talk about Christmas for a second? Sure. I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm excited. I'm already ready to start Christmas shopping. I feel like I'm actually starting a little bit later than I'm, I'm supposed to be because I want to get it done and get it over with so that i can just like coast and enjoy the holiday because christmas time you're going into the new year and it's time to reboot you can start this month you don't have to wait but just enjoy the holiday that's what this means for me it's i want to enjoy the holiday and i also want to go into 2019 with a fresh brand new mindset i'm so excited i'm ready i love christmas For so many reasons, but that is one.
1: Okay, so you're very excited about Christmas. I do love Christmas, but I'm not gonna lie to you. I'm just like, I'm just not in the festive mood this season. I don't know. Maybe it's because I've just been so focused on like work and stuff, but. Um, I, and I haven't put my Christmas tree up yet.
0: <laughs> girl, you got to get that tree up. So, get it I'll up. I'll be doing
1: that tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be doing that tomorrow, hopefully. And then, um, yeah, I don't know. Maybe it's just, I think it's, in a, it's like, um, I don't know what the reason is. But I am very excited about it. I just am not as excited <laughs> as you.
0: I am so excited. We have Garland up on the the railings for the stairs and like by our bed we have already put up the christmas tree you just need to put up that tree every time you come home and just remind yourself that this this is the season this is a time we're celebrating i know a lot of people don't like christmas because it's a pagan holiday i get that but can i just enjoy this i love christmas
1: <laughs> I love have it. So okay,
0: much. I'm so excited to like give gifts and celebrate and be with family. This is such a good time. And this is also a really good time to start giving back. This is the one time of the year, like Christmas starting as, like, Thanksgiving all the way to Christmas. Yeah, people are just so generous and so sweet and nice, like people getting stuck outside in the snow in that big storm that we had. There were I people know. like helping others like push. Their cars out. Like, I saw one time there was like five people helping someone get out of, I don't know what, it was like some snow buildup or something. Whatever the case was, it was really nice to just see people stopping and helping. There's people that are going to soup kitchens, they're doing like blessing bags and donating their toys and clothes. And this is such a great time. I love Christmas for so many reasons. Let me just not ramble on about this anymore because we have so <laughs> many things to talk about. But
1: Yeah, I will say, I I agree with you. I do love Christmas. Okay, so outside of Christmas, (laughs) um, (laughs) we do have a very exciting show planned. Um, I think... It's an exciting show because it's we're talking about topics that are very important for um, women, but I think just people in general. Yeah. Everybody can benefit from this topic. Um, but before we dive into the feed for this episode, we're going to be shouting out our Unproblematic Fave of the Week. Are we going to have a problem? No. Damade, Daimati, do you want to introduce <laughs> our unproblematic fave of the week?
0: I sure do. So our unproblematic fave of the week is Dr. Janata B. Cole. Snaps and claps. Everybody snap for her. Clap for her. <laughs> Everybody meaning just you,
1: Denise. <laughs> <laughs> I'll add some snaps and claps and posts.
0: Nice. Okay. Perfect. (laughs) So basically what's going on with her is she was named the board and chair and seventh press of the NCNW, which is the national council of Negro women. And what that is, is basically a a nonprofit organization and their mission is to lead and advocate and empower women of African descent, their families, their community. They're basically trying to cover all of those and, what they're doing, um, just a few things to name what they've been doing is they have a millennial entrepreneur webinar, which I think that Denise, you and I should probably start watching. Um, um that sounds really beneficial and amazing, and I'm I glad fa- that there's something out there like that.
1: Not even joking, I already signed up. <laughs> oh no! <nice. laughs> to That's watch the Yeah, because I was looking over the same. Um, when I was doing research for the show and I just was like amazed at the amount of work that they're doing um, that they're advocating for women and women of color and I just think it's amazing Mm -hmm. what they're doing yeah so I totally agree
0: yeah and they also they're trying to reach out to women to make sure that they're working on economic empowerment for women of color um, also, like things like achieving financial security and stability. Come on, like we, this is something that is so powerful that we need, especially for African American women because we are the most oppressed. We're women, and we're not white. So, I mean, we have an entire really. We're girls- not white. G- <laughs> <laughs> Tell me more. <laughs> <I'm just kidding. laughs> I- In case you didn't know.
1: I am transracial. I'm just, <laughs> kidding.
0: I'm just kidding. Shut up. I'm Don't shut
1: do up it. <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay, um, I'm not.
0: <laughs> but yeah, I mean, they have so many different ways that they're trying to help different women that are Black. And just to defeat the system that's trying to control us and get us out of, to make us exceptions to the system. You know what I mean? So I think that this is really powerful. And I think that it's so honorable for dr cole to be named board and chair
1: i know she is definitely the president we deserve um (laughs) (laughs) so the ncnw they do a lot of amazing work they promote education with a special focus on science technology engineering and math they encourage entrepreneurship and financial literacy. And they also um, do economic stability. They also educate women about good health, because Mm -hmm. I think it's really important with, you know, the, with the defunding of Planned Parenthood that's being pushed in, you know, our government. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, It's really important for women to be informed about their health. You know, I think we need to know what our choices are and we need to be able to advocate for our own means. And I think that that's really important. And they also um, promote civic engagement. So I think and like activism. So I think it's really cool what they're doing. They're doing a lot of amazing work. And Dr. Cole, she in her acceptance speech, um, when she was awarded um, the presidency, she said that her, you know, she was very thankful. And she was very happy to be a voice for black women and all the issues that we're facing and I mm-hmm. think that her passion for education and being a service of others is really commendable she's actually really amazing she was the first African-American president with Spellman and she also served as director of mm. the Smithsonian National Museum of Art of African art for some years um, and that's the same museum that um, Michelle's uh, and Obama Uh, President Obama and First Lady Michelle Obama uh, that their portraits are in. You remember when that little girl went viral and she was like Mm -hmm. staring up at their portrait. They're in the Smithsonian. And so if you ever get a chance, it's a great museum. Go visit it. I visited once on like a school trip and it was really cool just to like be able to go and um, see. So I'm sure it's even amazing now. Um, But yeah, she's doing a, you know, she's, she's she's done some things you know. Yeah. she got she got receipts okay <laughs>
0: well she definitely has done a lot of things like damn girl you are doing amazing this organization is awesome to be able to be recognized by them means a lot so yeah so kudos to her
1: kudos to her that's why she's our unproblematic favorite of the week you're, you're doing, doing amazing, amazing sweetie <laughs> I don't care. Do I care? (laughs) No, but yeah, I'm very happy that, uh, Dr. Cole has been given this honor and I think, um, more recognition of women of color is definitely needed, but just, um, women in general, we definitely need more representation in STEM spaces as well as other, other spaces.
0: I wanted to add on like the health tip because, I saw I saw that they posted on their Facebook page that they recently had a health and wellness fair and I thought that was really cool because they're based in Chicago and one of the things that I was talking about with someone a little while ago was how the black community is kind of targeted and we're not encouraged to be healthy and like specifically with like the tobacco industry we have advertisements everywhere encouraging us to smoke cigarettes Um our grocery stores in that community in those communities don't necessarily have healthier food options um everything is really processed or like just just shitty crap and that's something that we need in that community especially for women and i think that that's a very honorable all right so moving on to the feed all
1: right so for this Speed, um, we are going to be talking about, um, I was on Twitter, um, cause you know, I'm trying to be more active on Twitter. But yeah, so one of the things that I noticed was um, a user by the name of, I don't really care to get his name right because he's an idiot. His name is David his, Wu. David Wu, mm-hmm. yeah. I know about <laughs> him. Yeah, he said about two weeks ago, he said he posted on, I think it was like November 22nd, um, which is, can I just pause? That's Thanksgiving, okay? What do yeah. you, you doing yeah. with your time? Do you not have time yeah. to be spending with your family? Like, do you have nobody who loves you? because You're <laughs> be such, a such a douche that nobody wants to be around you? I'm sorry, I digress. But this David Wu person, he uh, he posted on Twitter. He basically said, "Is the sex work is sex work in quotations? You know how I feel about quotations." Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. GQ. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> Call him out. He said, "Is sex work um, real work? Would you guys consider it?" And then stupid followers, whoever they are, I don't even understand. They said yes, and so uh, the following day, Facebook user. I want to say his name is Kababa, but I don't really care. He replied to the poll saying he used similar polls to discover sex workers to report them to the IRS and local law enforcement. So the following day, um, there was a lot of backlash on Twitter, and Samantha asked, she tweeted, that her premium Snapchat had been reported to the IRS and that she was being audited. And so she said... Um, I'm being fucking audited. <laughs> That's what she said. <laughs> Rightfully so, because what the fuck. Um, and then that day, there's a screenshot on Twitter on uh, board of a board on 4chan where they were, users were discussing and reporting Twitch. Twitch is a uh, gaming stream service where you can watch people, users play video games. And a lot of gamer girls go on there and they play these video games and these guys will watch it, these trolls. And they comment like, disgusting things but yeah so they were reporting uh twitch thoughts and premium snapchat to the irs and there was like over 380 replies so this is like a lot so i mean there was a lot of snapchat um users that were coming forth and showing like that people were reporting them and and then there was like a a bunch of various memes about it and it just became this huge deal um, I feel a couple of ways about this, but I'm yeah. Gonna... I
0: also do too. So let's still... just say that this is called a
1: thought audit, right? Right. That's what they're giving. That's the name that they're giving it. They're giving it thought. And for listeners out there who don't know what thought means, thought is that hottie over there. Um, but a lot of people. That's what it originated as. But a lot of people have taken it and manipulated it, and they've made it, if you look it up on Urban Dictionary, most commonly what you're going to see is that hoe over there. Mm -hmm. So it could be miscued both ways, um, but in this case, they're obviously using it as the latter. Yeah, and I just think that this thought is deeply painful, and and not only is it painful, it's stupid. Like, I don't understand why these gang of keyboard warriors Mm -hmm. need to launch this campaign against these innocent women like they're not doing anything to them they're
0: i just i don't get it i honestly don't understand and it really infuriates me (laughs) so i'm glad that you call them a gang because they're actually calling this a campaign these people can it is a campaign you can apply to be a whistleblower um if you see someone doing something and if if they're actually caught and they're owing money to the IRS, whistleblowers can be they can get paid. They can get money out of this. And a part of the application which these people obviously didn't do their research um is that you can't you can't just come to the IRS and say, "Hey, this bitch isn't paying her like paying her taxes. Um she's got a bunch of money that she's got from Venmo and PayPal." And she hasn't been reporting any of her, her earnings, you know. So your whistleblower application actually contains a direct declaration under penalty of perjury. So basically, to me, that means if you don't have any business talking, you need to shut the fuck up and they're going to make you. That's, it's not your business. And this guy, David Wu, he's, he's doing this all himself he doesn't need to do this the irs is not reaching out to him to do this so he's self-appointed and he's also being like supported by guys who like think that there's a way that rape could be legal and he's a very questionable character and we'll get into that later but he started this basically because well personally i think that he started doing this because he feels entitled to women's bodies and you don't attack sex, sex workers because they're sex workers for many different reasons um that isn't was, your
1: business it doesn't matter what the reason is.
0: yeah and it's women not have a right business. to
1: use their body how they see fit okay mm-hmm. so if they want to do that you know there's nothing dishonorable about I I personally wouldn't, I don't have the temperament nor the spirit to do that. Like, I just don't have that disposition. But if there are certain women out there that want to use their body, whether it be porn stars or sex workers or like whatever, as long as it's consensual and as long as they're not being harmed in any type of way, I don't see the issue. Like, honestly, I mean, that might be pretty controversial, but I think women have the right to their bodies. Everybody has the right to use their body how they want to, mm-hmm. as long as they feel safe and it's like consensual and nobody's being harmed. And it's an environment where, again, I can only stress safety. Then why is it your business? These, I just, and then there's also like, like you were saying, the the IRS, you know, there's a lot of stipulations with, with that, But a lot of these women are actually reporting to the IRS. They have accounts that they work with. You know, they can't just, they can't just, you know, ignore taxes. Like, Mm -hmm. I mean, as much as we all wish we could just ignore taxes, like, (laughs) cause girl, like I would love to ignore my taxes, but I can't, you know, and I just think it's really stupid what they're doing. What kind of booty licking busybodies spend their spare time <laughs> worrying about whether individual strangers <laughs> are paying enough? in <laughs> <laughs> what, what was that descriptor? What was that? <laughs> because you gotta be, you gotta be all up in somebody's business. They booty. The best
0: tongue twister. And you gotta be I've a busybody.
1: You gotta <laughs> be You gotta be a busybody. This is why we stress the importance of minding your own business when it allows. If these people are not harming you, if they are not, you know, uh, doing anything to your person, leave people alone. We- booty lick it. I said booty lick it because <laughs> only people who lick booties are really all up in the business, you know? Hey, hey, like, hey, hey!
0: Don't shame people's kinks, I'm okay? Some people like to lick, people's people's kinks. Kinks. <laughs>
1: but okay. I think I there's nothing wrong with a little bit of booty licking if you like it, okay? Why <laughs> <laughs> are you concerned? And David Wu, he posted some screenshot posts of like DMs that he claimed uh, certain like Instagram stars and stuff like that were sending him. Mm-hmm. And I think it's just ignorant, you know. There's there's plenty of solo sex workers adult entertainers models, like I said, who do pay taxes. Just like other independent contractors, and it's silly to assume that just because somebody's employed in a stigmatized industry yeah. that they must also be skirting around the law. Like I don't understand. Sex workers, if anybody have the same incentives as everybody else to stay on the good side of Uncle. Right. <laughs> <laughs> if anybody they need to stay on this good yeah, side. it's you Not know? like
0: it's an illegal job. It's it's legal. You can do it. And the only reason why, I'm just going to read an excerpt, but the only reason why they're claiming to have done this. Um, says, while many of the thought audit pro- propagators claim that they were going after rule breakers, others revealed more nefarious motives. In a two-hour podcast on the subject, Valizadeh said men were angry at women for invading, this is in quotations, invading every space and turning it into a softcore pornography hangout. And we're looking for a weakness to exploit. If you are a heterosexual man, you are not allowed to share your opinion anywhere. You're not allowed to speak out against hoes, thoughts, people ruining your platforms, end quotes. So they're talking about the spaces that they don't have to do these things. But it, it doesn't, you don't have to, like, I don't, okay, this is something that I'd like to add. I'm not out every day looking for sex I don't see sex on my feed. the only the way that social media works the way that anything works now is you're always being fed things that you like so your phone yeah it's an algorithm to you talking about bras and then you go on Facebook and there's a bra ad you are not going to see the things that you don't like on your feed. That's just not how it works. So you're saying softcore porn because why? Oh, I because just, you like porn. <laughs> you,
1: uh, which is fine. Like,
0: but changing the narrative to make it seem as if you don't, that's not what you want. Especially with David Wu. Um, it's just, it just baffles me because someone on twitter found out that david Wu is actually a pedophile he had been outed by a bunch of younger girls who came forward and said that david Wu had reached out to them and asked him for pictures like dude pictures mm-hmm. and obviously you know there are a lot of young girls who are unaware of these older men asking them for pictures what they can do with this information how to handle it and they're easy targets and so One thing that you can get from this situation is obviously you can get free nudes, right, from a Mm 16-year-old girl who doesn't know, you know, oh, this isn't okay. You can pressure her into doing something like that. And you have these sex workers who are like, no, I mean, I'm not going to give you these things for free. And now you're upset, but you've been outed now. So you need to keep your mouth shut because your business is being aired out, David Wu. You're disgusting. I have no respect for people like him, especially for people who are coming for other people's livelihoods and the way they feed their families or outing them to their families. Because, like you said, Denise, it is stigmatized. Like, it is stigmatized to be a sex worker. And you don't always want your whole entire family to know about what you're doing for money especially like if you fear judgment in your community or in your family or with your friends it's just not fair david you need to mind your goddamn business
1: (laughs) but not only not only just minding his business i think also too the whole issue here is that they're they're specifically targeting these women because they're women one and they're very these guys are on the Far, far spectrum of misogynistic, mm-hmm. like misogyny. Mm-hmm. They're so misogynistic. They view women as property. There's a the executive director of Canada's sex work um, advocacy group. Oh, yeah, it's called Pace Society. Mm-hmm. Um, her name is Laurel Laura Dilly. Yeah, she's she's great. She explained that while selling sexual photos and video is legal, she explained that women who do so still run the risk of being added to, to friends and family yep. and that this kind of fear, the same kind of fear of endangerment that these thought audits are calli- causing can dissuade some of these sex workers from reporting to authorities at all. And then sex workers are stigmatized, like I said, and then they have, they're subjected to, disproportionate amounts of violence. Absolutely. And because of that, they're going to be scared in silence and be forced to work in the shadows, which is definitely not what we want. We don't want women feeling scared to come out and to report these um, people doing them harm. Like we don't want them to feel like it's something to be ashamed of. We want people to feel comfortable coming to authorities and saying, Hey, Hey, such and such, this John Doe did this thing to me. You know, there was a a bunch of women, um, I, you know, briefly, I'm not going to give, I'm not going to say his name, but there was about a 100 women were killed by this guy. Um, he's in the news. I'm not going to give him any platform. But a lot of the women that he was targeting were sex workers. A lot of them had been, um, picked up by him and taken to this one park in, in Atlanta, and they were strangled. And he had killed over a hundred women in the span of like thirty years. And this was going unnoticed because these women were sex workers. And I think it's very important for them to feel these women, no matter what their vocation is, for them to feel comfortable coming to authorities and. I don't know. I just think that it's going to cause a lot of more issues than necessary. We should, we need to advocate for women. We don't need to be putting
0: women down. Yeah. Yeah. We definitely need to hold men accountable for their hateful actions. um, Especially for things like this. Like I've seen so many people turning this around onto the sex sex workers saying like, it's a shameful thing to do. And this is this is just what they do and this is nobody else's business but theirs. And people need to start talking about the things that the men are doing. Um, I think just like with this situation with Tamara O'Neill being shot by her ex fiance at her place so of employment. Sad. Yeah, which is really, really sad. She was someone who led her church choir and everyone at her work described her as resilient and sweet and funny she apparently was helping out disadvantaged children in her free time i mean we can't talk about her future anymore just based off the decision that a man made
1: which is such a loss i think it's not only is it a loss but i think it also points to you know like you said they they were saying that they're auditing quote-unquote audits they were only going out of after the rule breakers, and that you know, I believe one of the guys said, like, homosexual heterosexual men, we don't have, we don't, we can't state our opinion anymore. Like nobody cares what we say. We need to find a weakness or whatever, right? So they're only, quote to them, they're only going after these hoes, whatever mm-hmm. that means. And for all intents and purposes, you know, Tamara O'Neill, Doctor O'Neill. You know, she didn't fit that avenue of what they were, what they're stereotyping, you know, these Instagram models or these uh, Snapchat models or whatever. She didn't fit that quota. You know, she went to school, she got her degree, she did all of these things, right? So she, quote unquote, went the traditional route. She was the perfect, you know, woman, whatever that looks like. And yet she still got killed. So Dr. O'Neill, she was the doctor at Mercy Hospital here in Chicago, and um, she was gunned down, like Damari said, by her ex-fiance outside of the hospital, um, who fatally shot himself before killing two people inside of the building. Mm. Um, and he did this after he was the subject of a protection order filed four years ago by another woman. Yeah, he had legally purchased several guns in the, in the past few years, according to the police. So even if you have a protection order against these guys. A lot of these women just aren't protected. No. You know, I don't think I don't I don't think we need to be advocating violence or harm in any type of way against women. We have enough of that. Women are out here um, you know, getting harmed all the time. Like, okay, so for instance, let me just take a step back because, you know, I'm getting a little heated. <laughs> <laughs> Natural. Every nine seconds in the US, a woman is assaulted or beaten. Put that in perspective. Every, nine, every seconds. nine seconds. Do you know how many seconds there are in a day? Eighty-six thousand and four hundred seconds in a day. That's just one day. So for every nine seconds, a woman is assaulted or beaten around the world. At least one in every three women have been beaten, coerced into sex, or otherwise abused during her lifetime. Often, her abusing her abuser is a boyfriend or a member of her mm-hmm. family. And so, I think it's. Domestic violence is the leading cause of injury to women, more than car accidents, muggings and rapes combined. Yeah.
0: So I also read that women 44 and younger, they all d- die due to homicide. And that's that's men. Men are killing women. They're literally killing us every day.
1: Yeah. And I mean, nearly one in one in 15 girls who have been in relationships that a relationship so boyfriend has threatened violence or self harm
0: if presented with a breakup. That is so toxic. That's so terrible. This is also something that, I mean, this was this was meditated on. He planned to do this. He went to her place of employment, and shot her. Literally shot her. I just.
1: Ugh. And my heart goes out to her family. I'm so terribly totally sorry for their loss. Mm-hmm of the senseless act of violence against this beautiful woman. He had been incessantly texting her and refusing to stop. She had solved a protection order against him. And I think the government, we've just failed her. We failed her as we do so many other women. And I'm just tired. I feel like I'm just really tired of women being not taken seriously with the whole like Me Too movement and everything. Mm -hmm. I think we just really need to start believing women. And we really need to start appreciating everything that women do for our world. We have like Dr. Cole, she's out there doing amazing things for women advocacy and they're, they're doing so much. I think the overall message here is just, we need to respect everybody. Respect people's
0: lives. Don't be hateful and just really understand that it's not, it's not up to you. You cannot play God. You cannot go off and kill someone because of whatever you can talk to people i mean that's a thing Mm -hmm. i don't know when we like stop communicating with each other about issues that we have she obviously saw a sign because she broke off the engagement it's really terrible that this is something that we're talking about if you know someone if you have a friend and you notice that they are mistreating their significant other. This isn't just for women, this is for men and women. If you see, if you have a friend that is mistreating someone in their life in general, it doesn't matter who it is, you need to be an ally. You need to stand up for them and you need to correct that behavior because this is something that we excuse a ton with men. We have men who don't speak up to their friends about raping women there's nobody talking about when you know you you see someone like slapping the fucking shit out of their girlfriend in public or like just literally just degrading her with your words do better and be allies to women please stand up for us because people we we are dying (laughs) We are done. Yeah,
1: and and not only women. I think it's also important just to be advocates for everybody. There are a lot of LGBTQ uh, plus. There like like a lot of gay men who too, who experience domestic violence. Yeah. and there are a lot of um, just people in general who are always um, experiencing domestic violence. And so I think it's important to advocate for everybody um in, in those situations because sometimes women can be the abuser too we're not ignorant in saying you know that women are perfect angels and everybody's up against women yeah that's that's all statistically that stuff is speaking, for the
0: contrarians they can yeah can have that there is two sides there's also there is
1: two sides to the coins so i'm going to play a little devil advocate here but i do think that is important to recognize that women are proportional disproportionately targets of domestic violence because right. you know
0: that, that unfortunately is the case. There are so, patterns um, and we can see that through statistics. There are, it's, it's evident y'all, y'all are yeah. killing these women. It's trifling so, Stop.
1: It's so trifling. And I think um, it's really important for not only men, but for everybody to speak up when you see something being done wrong in your community. Um, like for example, me and Brandon actually had a neighbor, um, our downstairs neighbor when we first moved into our apartment that, that used to be like they used to fight each other, and we would call the cops every time because it's like I don't care no. how many times I have to call the cops. Yeah, you know, you have to be able to. And I didn't care if they knew it was me, like, I don't care. Yeah, you have to. I mean, as long as it's safe for you, I mean, obviously, you know, don't let them know if if you yeah. know they're gonna don't be put crazy and come to your door, way. don't put your harm self in harm's way. But, you know, call the police, take videos of these instances that you're seeing, report these people, because only by using our voice are we going to really be affecting any change. And then also, too, like, um, there are a lot of really great organizations out there that you can volunteer with, and Mm -hmm. we'll get more into that with Rebel With A Cause. But, you know, do, do your due diligence as, like, a citizen of change and just try to put yourself in that person's, you know, shoes. So if your coworker, if you see her coming to work and she looks a little down and, you know, ask her what's up, you know, I know we want to mind our business. And like I said, we do need to mind our business, but only when it allows, you know? So if you see your coworker coming, you maybe see a bruise on her too, you know, maybe start up a conversation um, and ask her, is she okay? Or if you see your, you know, I think that it's really important to just recognize the signs and hold people. Accountability is first. And
0: um, yeah. also, if if you can, I know that sometimes it's very hard to create safe spaces for people. But if that's something that's in your control and you can be someone that is offering a safe space for someone, please do that. Please do as much as you possibly can for people because a lot of these people are feeling crippled by their situations and they don't know how to move forward if you can do anything get some people together and make this person feel comfortable and be understanding do not shame them for staying in situations that because honestly tamara could have been we don't know what was going on but she could have been taking a lot from his name is juan lopez yeah she could have been taking a lot from him you know their relationship could have been abusive for years and she probably finally decided you know this is enough. I don't want to do this anymore and I'm done. And that takes a lot of strength and courage. Some people cannot do that. So if you recognize that someone is doing or going through something like that, please make sure that you just be an ally. Be that person for someone. It will karma is is powerful, girl. Get you some good karma, okay? If yes. you're too, like Please, please be better to everyone around you. And I I know that we're just talking about women, but I just wanted to say that it's important, um, especially for trans people, since we were speaking about the LGBT community, that they are often sex workers um, because it's hard for them to get employed because they're discriminated against and they're dying. People are going out and killing them out of hate, just doing like they're these are hate mongers. They're just going out and killing them because they don't want them to be in the sex industry and we need to create safe spaces for these people that are being discriminated against, that are being abused, that are feeling crippled by their situations.
1: Yeah. I think that that's really well said and really important um, to take away. And I think that's what I want to leave you with as as far as, as we're going to wrap up this segment is that even though, you know, Dr. O'Neill, she lost her life, you know, um, in such a tragic way. She was very brave. And so don't let that discourage you from leaving a situation because you're worried about, you know, harm coming to you. There are a lot of avenues. Like I said, we'll talk about this and rebel with the cause, but there are a lot of, you know, ways that you can exit a situation. So I'm speaking directly to anybody who may be in a, a compromising situation or feel uncomfortable, um, don't let these misogynistic people scare you from leaving a situation. Um, and be brave. You know, you have people here, you yeah. have sisters and brothers here who will support you um, and advocate for you because I think, I think your life is important and you're beautiful. Um, and so I think that's where we're going to leave this segment. I think we talked about a lot
0: of really great so I was going to ask if you wanted to introduce our rebel with a cause.
1: Yeah, I think that this is a perfect segue to introduce our rebel with a cause. All we
0: are it's the pain we overcome It's the work that's never done It's the game that rages on Oh we are It's the dark before the dawn It's the fight when hope is gone That's all we are now.
1: So our, our rebel with a cause for this week is the hotline. Uh, dot org, and that is the National Domestic Violence Hotline. Um, we've talked a lot about uh, domestic violence and just abuse against um, women and persons of like alike, and so I think that you know it's important to bring awareness to a lot of the great organizations that are advocating for victims of rape and physical violence mm-hmm. and stalking. Because stalking is also another issue that we didn't talk about. But uh, Dr. O'Neill, her, ex, he was stalking her weeks leading up to you know her death, and so um, stalking is is one of more than twelve million women women and men over the course of a year are you know um, stalked, raped, or you know they have some type of physical violence. Against them, And so there are a lot of great organizations that are doing a lot of amazing work. And so the one that I wanted to highlight nationally is the National Domestic Hotline. They operate around the clock, seven days a week. They're confidential and free of cost. They provide life-saving tools and immediate support for enabled victims to find safety and live lives free of abuse. So the number to call is 1-800-799-SAFE. And so that's 1-800-799-SAFE. Seven two three three, and their website is thehotline.org. And basically, what they do is they provide immediate services for um, victims to call, and you can safe and confidentially, like they'll come to your home and they will get, or they'll meet you somewhere, and they will help you escape the abuser. And so, um, they actually on their website they have a lot of different paths to safety is what they call it. Um, and so they to help you uh, personalize a safety plan, a practical plan that includes ways to remain safe while in a relationship and, or planning to leave or and for after you leave. Because a lot of the times women who are in these situations can't just up and leave. The guy's not going to mm-hmm. let her go. You have to have a good safety plan in place to, to leave these, you know, um, oppressing situations. And then they provide that. They also provide tech and social media safety. So while you're browsing this site, it doesn't show up in your search history. So if your boyfriend wants to take your computer a couple weeks later and like was searching and see that you searched domestic, like it won't show up in your search history. and I think that that's really important. They also that's advocate, awesome. Yeah, and they also advocate for a lot of abuse in the deaf community, which is also something I didn't know before yeah, I't know about researching that and they're national, so they're all over the country, you know, 24-7. Anybody can get help anywhere. And we talked about uh, Dr. O'Neill in Chicago. But she's just one case of many around the world, women who and men who deal with these issues. And yeah. so um, they talk about... A lot of LGBT abuse, they support LGBT abuse, people with disability abuse, and immigrants, because a lot of immigrants come over and, you know, they don't speak the language and they get abused. They're just doing so much work. Yeah, they have, I feel like they're
0: doing the work that needs to be done.
1: Yeah, they have course on health, building healthy
0: relationship,
1: the relationship spectrum, and setting boundaries, helping victims of sexual assault establish boundaries of consent, so find out about this organization. I'll link them down below. And do your research about any local organizations. There are a couple that I really like. And so I'll link those down below as well for the Chicagoland area. And, yeah, I think that wraps up this Rebel with a Cause. Um, yeah, please, please, I urge you, um, check out their website. And like we were saying, if you see abuse being done to your uh, others or if you have abuse being done to you, please, please reach out to, you know, this organization. There are others um, to help you because we're all here for you. We believe you and you deserve to live a life free of oppression and fear. And you're beautiful. Is there anything you want to add that, Mari?
0: Um, I would just like to add, I think the message that I tried to convey here was to be an ally just practice being an ally in any way that you can Um, build up your courage because it does take a lot of courage and strength to stand up for someone. When you see something happening to them, that is wrong. Um, And yeah, be respectful, show love, spread love. I think that's our message.
1: Yeah. I think that that's really important. So that wraps up the show here as always follow us on our social medias. My, Name is Denise R Ivy, D-E-N-I-S-E-R-I-V-Y. I'm on Instagram and on Twitter now. Also, I'm on Facebook and my Wattpad. Um, I'll be linking the episode in my bio. We also have a new Ebony and Ivy Instagram page. So woohoo! It's um our username is Ebony Ivy Podcast. Um, Ebony and Ivy Podcast. Um, with underscores in between each word. So I'll be linking that down below as well. Um, Tamari, do you want to tell people where they can find you?
0: You can find me on Instagram and I mean, you can find me on Twitter, but you don't have to follow me on Twitter because I don't tweet. (laughs) (laughs) So just look for me on Instagram. My name is killer of men. Um, that's K I L L R o f m e n um i'm not a man hater i know that this whole conversation probably sounded like i am a man hater but i'm not i'm just recognizing patterns and my name just so happens to mean that i'd like to kill men but i don't <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, it's fine she likes to kill avatar men fictional men yes. in video games okay that so if you, if you don't if you want to hear a story, the story Go back to our first episode Mm -hmm. and re listen, okay? Um, Also, if you can, please like, comment um, on our Instagram and Facebook posts um, that we'll be posting. We also have a Facebook page coming out, which is really exciting. Mm -hmm. Um, Also, if you can, please rate us and um, leave a review on Apple Podcasts because everything helps. Something nice. Something nice. Don't be rude. Don't be rude, Um, bitch. Thank you. Next.
0: <laughs> thank you next thank you next
1: <laughs> all right and we're gonna
0: <laughs> we out peace peace, peace. Bye. bye to be heard and make a change yeah i just want to make a change